Hoffaday, and welcome to another episode of Live Till 5. It's Friday, December 29th, 3.04 p.m. here at KHMG. I'm your host, Jared Baldwin, and yes, I have a little bit of a cold. The only upside to having a cold is I like the deeper range of my voice. It might drive some of our regular listeners crazy, but if you're a first-time listener, my voice does not always sound this full. So, uh, sorry about that to all you listeners. But really, I mean, you should just feel sorry for me because I don't feel that great. But you know what? We're here today, 3.05 p.m. here at the KHMG Studios, broadcasting high atop the campus of Harvest Ministries from the worldwide headquarters of Harvest Family Radio here, 88.1 FM, KHMG. You can listen to us online, khmg.org. That's khmg. Dot O-R-G. You can listen. There's a little button there. Just click on it. Listen from your computer, your phone, your tablet. You can also download various apps. Those are also accessible through our website at khmg.org. You can download the podcast also. When we're done with the show, we always produce a podcast to correspond to the show. And not just this show, but many other great shows that we produce here at KHMG. So check us out, khmg.org. Also, if you ever miss part of the show, tune in Saturdays from noon to 2 and Sunday nights from 7 to 9 p.m. Catch us on The Rebound when we rebroadcast this show in its entirety, all two hours of it. We realize that it's hard to listen to two straight hours of radio. I mean, seriously. We're busy, right? Running errands, in and out of the car, just trying to put food on the table and clothes on your children's backs and shoes on their feet. Yeah, I gotcha. Coal in the fireplace. Well, you don't have to worry about that so much, but it's busy and it's hard to just sit down and listen to two straight hours of radio. Usually we are the background music of your life. We're filling in the little gaps as you're going to and fro and we're happy to be that for you. But that's why we rebroadcast the show in its entirety from noon to two on Saturdays and seven to 9 p.m. on Sunday nights. So you can catch a little more of the show. Or maybe you can listen to part of the show again. But I do encourage you to download those podcasts as well. Those are fun to listen to at your leisure. And then, of course, you can let us know you're listening by going to our Facebook page. Harvest Family Radio Guam is on Facebook. Harvest Family Radio Guam. Just look us up and follow us. And then you'll get updates when we post uh, uh, a little link to maybe one of our new podcasts or maybe a new video that corresponds to a new song that we've rolled out on the radio station, different articles that we think are important for you. It's a great resource. So follow us on Harvest Family Radio Guam on Facebook. We greatly appreciate it. I hope you had a Merry Christmas. It being December 29th, we're looking back a few days, and uh, seems like Christmas has just flown by, right, this whole Christmas season. Seems like we were just getting ready for Festival of Lights, and now all of a sudden we're looking at New Year's Eve. But, you know, that's just the nature of it. Hopefully you had a great Christmas. I'm going to talk a little bit about Christmas. We are using Christmas bumper songs throughout the first hour of the show today. And then we'll start switching back over to our looking ahead into 2018. Today's theme is looking back at 2017 and looking forward into 2018. And it being December 29th, there are a few observances left in the the month here. Matter of fact, uh, the 29th today is Pepper Pot Day, TikTok Day, and YMCA Day. YMCA. The 30th, Bacon Day, mm. Falling Needles Family Fest Day, and National Bicarbonate of Soda Day, or Baking Soda Day, is on the 30th. 
And then the 31st, Leap Second Time Adjustment Day, Make Up Your Mind Day, uh, New Year's Eve, No Interruptions Day, Universal Hour of Peace Day, and World Peace Meditation Day. To name a few, those are all happening this weekend, and then all of a sudden we enter a new year. Now, as you celebrated Christmas, I know we talked about some Christmas traditions last week. Did uh, you celebrate any ethnically important traditions in your family? You know, there are all these different ethnic traditions all around the world. Almost every country has some Christmassy connection to it, whether it be commercial or uh, whether it be more of a spiritual nature. You know, Mexico, Feliz Navidad. Um, in Germany, Frolic Weinhachten. Norway, Gliedelig Jewel. Yeah, I probably better not read all these because I'm sure I'm just butchering the language there. But here are some origins of some Christmas traditions from Mental Floss online article here. For example, caroling. Uh, even though it seems like it's a very old tradition uh, to uh, show up at people's houses and serenade them with Christmas seasonal tunes, it really only goes back to the 1800s. Christmas carols themselves go back hundreds of years, minus the door-to-door part. But basically, the two ideas came together during Victorian England. And um, I think sometimes some of these traditions were really emphasized through some of the writings of Charles Dickens. I've read that before. Using evergreens for Christmas trees. Uh, Of course, there have been religions that have worshipped trees and used trees and things like that over the centuries. But uh, the tradition of Christians using the tree, um, they would use apples to represent the Garden of Eden. They called them paradise trees. And uh, around the time of Adam and Eve's name day, December 24th, gradually the tradition was subsumed into the Christmas celebrations. The tradition spread as immigrants did, but the practice really took off when word got out that England's Queen Victoria decorated a Christmas tree um, as a nod to her German husband's heritage. And you can see pictures of that online, of course. Then there are a number of other things. Ugly Christmas sweater tradition. You ever wonder where that comes from? Well... Let's see here. According to the Ugly Christmas Sweater Party Book, the Ugly Sweater Party trend can be traced to 2001 gathering in Vancouver, British Columbia. And so, yeah, it's not that old of a tradition. I mean, it might not be that old of a tradition to officially wear ugly Christmas sweaters, but, you know, people have been wearing ugly sweaters for a very long time. So hopefully you enjoyed some... Nice Christmas traditions. We got sunburned on Christmas. We hopped in the swimming pool while our friends and family in the States froze. They're enjoying sub-zero temperatures in the northern Midwest right now. I saw a picture of someone's temperature where they're at and a picture of the weather app showing the temperature in Antarctica. And it was actually six degrees warmer in Antarctica than it is in some parts of the northern Midwest United States right now. So... And then here in Guam, you know, it's just a nice, comfortable mid-80s, light breeze, mostly cloudy today, kind of like almost every day. So we're enjoying the weather this Christmas break for sure. Before we take a break, two things. One, I love hearing from our listeners. We get all kinds of feedback from listeners, some through our Facebook page, Harvest Family Radio Guam. Some people email us. You can find our email through the khmg.org website. There's a link, contact us there. Some people just give us verbal feedback. We get a lot of that. People run into us. They tell us what they think about the show. 
And every once in a while, get a handwritten letter. And uh, one of our listeners wrote me a nice thank you note. And then because I'm always asking for listener-submitted content, uh, I appreciate anytime someone gives me an article or a story that they think would be interesting, or even sometimes just a factoid that would be interesting on the show. And this one from Troy, he wrote this. Did you know that stalagmites and stalactites um, uh, eventually connect together? Some only grow about an inch a year. And he even gave me a drawn illustration of where a stalactite and a stalagmite meet together. Very interesting, Troy. Thank you very much. He's given me some other material I'm going to use in a future show as well. And then this one here actually was a, was a uh, submission through a conversation with someone named Marty. And uh, he shared with me this story about a flight that had to turn around. It got four hours outside of L.A., had to turn around and go back to L.A. They were on their way to Tokyo. And this is the story. This was uh, uh, in a number of different news outlets yesterday. This is the NBCnews.com version of it. But yesterday, it says a plane departing L.A. headed to Tokyo made a U-turn four hours into the flight Tuesday after the crew discovered an unauthorized passenger on board. Uh, and then it doesn't help that model, actress, and prolific tweeter Christy Teigen just happened to be on the plane to share the bizarre experience with her more than 9 million Twitter followers. And she wrote up quite a bit about this uh, Nippon Airway flight NH-175. And basically what happened was someone got on the flight and they weren't booked for that flight. They were booked on a United Airlines flight. And for some reason, the scanner allowed that person to board the plane. And they got a couple hours into the flight and realized this person was on the wrong plane. And they turned around and took the person back to L.A. Instead of continuing on and stranding the person in Japan, they turned around and took the person back to L.A. Maybe that's the protocol. But uh, singer John Legend and his wife, uh, Tegan, they, of course, were on that flight sitting in first class. Eight hours of flying to nowhere just to start over. And uh, that's pretty big news. So anyway, a lot happening. Let's take a short break. When we come back, going to have all the regular segments. This Day in History, What's in My Coffee. Today's a special edition of that. Got a wingman, Josh Taylor and Devin Taylor joining us a little later as well. Chris Harper's here. Sebastian Mazeldua and you, the listeners. With me, Jared Baldwin, your host. Episode 246 on this Friday, December 29th. 2017, last episode of 2017, 3.15 p.m. here at the KHMG studio. Stick around more live till 5 after this. back with a little more live till five it's friday december 29th christmas recently passed new year's just around the corner glad to have you with us on this episode 246 looking back at 2017 looking ahead at 2018 and in studio with me no stranger to the show 
Josh Taylor and his son Devin. Kind of, I got a wingman and a half today out of this deal. Yeah, it was a it was a buy one get one for the ride along. Yeah, that's great. That's great, and uh, I'm sure Mom is happy to have you guys both, you know, entertained for a while up here. Give yeah, her a break. Yeah, she's always looking for a way to keep me entertained. Yeah, and keep you know out of out of the way. Yeah, so. she's like Devin, take your dad to the radio for a little while. That's a good idea. So, uh, hopefully, you guys had a good Christmas. Well, I like the way that you said, really, qu- quite morbidly there, and uh, <laughs> Christmas has passed. Yes, it has. Is it there, ha- like, a, do we do a, a moment of it silence passed. for that, or that's just... Although, I will say... It passed it, quietly It is on a one, silent night. D- December 26th is one of the roughest days, yeah. especially... I-, I thought it was just when you were a child, but uh, I'm downstairs, 26th. Rye comes and he says the question that all children usually ask, is it still Christmas? And I'm mm. like, son, we are as far away from it as you could possibly get <laughs> at this very moment. Oh, boy. That Christmas tree right there, it's really, it's it's, it's default. It, it doesn't count. All these Christmas yep. lights, it's just, it's over. Yeah. And so that's, that's a, a legitimate question that I have for you. Are you a Christmas light decorator guy? You know, in the past, we've done more with it. It's kind of ironic working for Harvest uh, because I think everyone is Christmas light decorators uh, here just because we have lights everywhere, even here in the studio. So you but count at, that as good. So yeah, it's like, that's, that's good. Enough. Good. good enough. We have, we have a pre-lit you're, tree. You're one of those kinds of people. Yes. Yeah. Because it's now th- this lull between Christmas and New Year's and everything seems fake. Mm-hmm. All of the all of the cheer... You go to the uh, any department store, any place, and they're, they're, do I still say Merry Christmas, or do I say the Happy New Year, or they just throw out the Happy Holidays, and it's just like, for all of December, you're good. Mm-hmm. You're good with what you want to say. It's just like, you have no idea, I have no idea who you are, you have no idea who I am, Merry Christmas. But now, it's all like, Merry Christmas, kind of. Yeah. Yeah, I hope you had a Merry Christmas. Yeah, yeah. and that's just that's too much. That's, well, that's too much work. You know, that's why I can see why people enjoyed celebrating like they do in the UK. Twelve days of Christmas, not just one day, but you have about almost two weeks of celebrating. Uh, it could get expensive, but at least you kind of can. By the time you get to the end of it, you're really ready for it to be over. Whereas with only one day of Christmas, by the time you get to the end of it, you just realize it started. I mean. You know, the day's over before you know it. It is. A, it's a tough time. We're we're fighting through it though right now, and at our household. And I actually took because uh, I'm a big Christmas lights guy. Got a lot of Christmas lights, but inside or outside or both. Both. Okay. both. Uh, our tree. I mean, that thing died. Um, I'm gonna say 12 hours after we bought it, <laughs> and so that it is. Leg- it's it's that cross between. Uh, blue and brown right now. Oh yeah. Uh, but I can't wait. Very flammable. Yes. Oh, that is the that's the the true sign of Christmas when we take that out and light it on fire. First time I did that, I had no idea how yeah. fast that bad boy is going to go up yes. in flames. Once it did, next year, I I I, I bought a fire alarm and I, mm-hmm. I it's I, I pack it up with the Christmas stuff because that only comes out when I put the Christmas tree up each year because I am so so scared. Now there is a chance. I mean, if you think about this, Josh, uh, 
maybe you should just have a fire alarm up all year long just in case. I mean, there are other flammable things in your yeah, home. Yeah, but nothing like that Christmas tree, man. That well, Christmas tree. Isn't with... You're kind of gambling that the only fire disaster you'll ever have is at Christmas. You that know? was also what prompted me to actually buy fire extinguishers for the house. Yeah, that's good. Because I was like, man, that's too expensive, too expensive. I saw that Christmas tree go up. I'm like, holy cow, yep. I am carrying yep. a bomb in my house. There are YouTube videos of where they do these demonstrations of uh, just one little spark and then the tree and how much smoke those pine trees, they put off uh, so much uh, smoke because of that sap and I mean, it's just unfortunately it's so we only have it in the only place of a concrete house that really will burn. I have it right next. It's in the living room, which is next to the couches, next to the curtains. Yeah. So of course, and the only place in the whole house where we have carpet, it's all right there, right. sitting on top of our coffee table, yep. our wooden coffee table. And then you wrap a bunch of cardboard boxes with flammable paper. So you know. yeah, Merry Christmas. And maybe put some. It's just it's just the flammable cologne and perfume. Very in there. very yeah. few holidays that are as. Uh, potentially catastrophic as, as as what we do with Christmas. That makes it more interesting, that's for sure. But I guess that's why you could go with the, have you heard of the upside-down Christmas trees? Yes, I have, actually. I've Saw seen those. that. That's, that's, a, that's a kind of a cool idea. I've seen, uh, you know, in the Martha Stewart magazines yep. and things like that. So my thought was, is that as much of a fire hazard? Maybe since most of the leaves are closer to the ceiling. Anyway, so that, that was my thought. Hard, was my to say. thought? Hard to say. It'd be, I'd like to see some. You guys should try that. Try the upside down Christmas tree next year. See, I'm a mounted guy, so I don't know. I'm not like the buy the fake one. We like the right. real. So yep. okay, now yep. I got to mount that bad boy up top, yep. drilling through into the concrete. But there's a good chance it's going to happen. I would like. Will to see it? That. Will it hang onto the feather? Or the, the feathers. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I feel like my Christmas tree is right now. Completely fake. Will well, let, let me use? read you a few uh, weird but true Christmas facts, festive facts. From uh, Bob the Librarian, he provides me with all this good source material. And since this is the last day we can talk about Christmas for about 11 months, I want to go through a few of these. Like, for example, uh, let's see here. The state song of Maryland is sung to the tune of Oh Christmas Tree. Oh Maryland, oh Maryland. It must be. It's got to be. Do you know what is a terrapin? (laughs) Oh, man. Here we go. Uh, People in Canada, not too far from your stomping grounds, built a giant snow maze that is nearly the size of four professional basketball courts put together. Look at that. That's pretty amazing. I'd just definitely go through with a blowtorch. Yeah. You could you could probably cut, you know, maybe make a, uh, take a shortcut that there. That looks pretty cool, though. Thunderstorm, while it's snowing, is called white lightning. Devin, that's that's an interesting fact you can share with people. That was also my nickname in basketball. Oh, white lightning, really? <laughs> yeah? Okay. All right. Um, this was mine, Straw Goat. Uh, it's the town in Gavel, Sweden. It erects a giant straw goat at Christmas. The Yule Goat has its own social media account, by the way. You can actually look up um, V-Gavel Goat, and it actually has its own social media I page. much prefer the Yule Goat. The Yule Goat, That's yes. the Yule Goat. Yeah, I, I like, I've, I've seen pictures of that before, but I didn't know what it was. But yeah, that's the Yule Goat, and then they burn it. What's it made of? It's straw. Just straw. straw. Yeah. And they bring uh, it out for Christmas. Yeah, I think two years ago I did a story about this because they had to basically put uh, armed guards around it once it gets erected because people from neighboring towns, like teenagers and punks, want to come by and light it on fire prematurely. Yeah, I was going to say that. Is, so tempting, right? That has got to be an awesome sight when oh, that yeah. bad boy goes oh, up. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It melts all the snow, I'm sure. Let's see here. Some people in Mexico carve nativity scenes out of radishes. Uh, I don't know why you wouldn't. 
It's, it makes sense. Uh, we have Lawrence Dangas, by the way. He's kind of sliding in here. He kind of limping up here from uh, basketball practice. Yeah, it's just half over. Okay. Uh, but I, but you I don't look a, that sweaty. I ran a few drills with him. And, uh, oh, okay. Sweaty enough. Hey, you know, you're still young. <laughs> I worked I out one smell. time with my son, Andrew, on Christmas Day. He's like, Dad, let's do this workout. It was, you do this circuit of, I did 10 push-ups, 15 <laughs> squats, 10 leg lunges each side, and then one minute of planking, and I got through like four cycles in 20 minutes, and for the next three days, I couldn't lift my arms, I couldn't hardly stand or sit. I was so miserable. Yeah, he's back out the there today. Yeah, More of that story is uh, careful on working out in the same routine as your college-age yeah, son. I know, I know. It's, I, I don't want to admit where I'm at in life here. <laughs> Uh, let's see here. Uh, a couple more strange facts before we take a short break. Then we'll come back and play a little What's in My Coffee special edition here. Christmas dinner aboard the International Space Station has included turkey, potatoes, etc., all in plastic pouches. <laughs> Astronauts on the American Space Station once made a Christmas tree out of food cans, by the way. Ah, oh, the flesh it burns. <clears throat> it takes up to <laughs> 10 years to grow a Christmas tree. We learned that on the show two weeks ago. Americans prefer chocolate Santas to chocolate snowmen, according to a recent survey. I didn't know that was a thing. A whole sheep's head is considered a holiday delicacy in Norway. A lot of crazy things in Norway. Ice skating may have been invented 5,000 years ago in Finland. The man who wrote Rockin' Around Christmas Tree didn't celebrate Christmas. Interesting. Characters from Star Wars recorded a Christmas album. Songs included R2-D2, We Wish You a Merry Christmas, and What Can You Get a Wookiee for Christmas um, When He Already Owns a Comb. That's the name of the song. Seriously, those are real things. <laughs> Thanks, Bob, for these strange, weird, and true facts here. In parts of England, people celebrate Christmas by jumping in icy water. You ever done that? Uh, I did it the only time I ever came close to that. I've never done the whole polar bear thing. Mm-hmm. I did... Uh, they had this camp, Screen Lake, New York, Word of Life camp in June or July. They would do a 5 a.m. polar bear club. Yeah. You roll in the cold sand and then you go and jump in the water. But that was nothing compared to what these guys do when they have to break the ice to get in there. I've done it with snow in a hot tub. Yeah. Roll around in the snow and then jump in the hot tub. But yeah, I've no. never done like, oh, like the polar bear. No. True hey, polar bear. That's uh that's actually not anywhere close to what we were talking about. <laughs> well, it's cold water instead of hot water. <laughs> oh, wait. You like mean the hot, the, tub, snow. the hot tub wasn't hot? What's that? Oh, it was. No. But you're like in the snow. Oh, yeah. Okay. In your, in your trunks. That's a first world problem. See, the thing is, it's <laughs> it really doesn't, because the water only can get so cold before it actually freezes. Right. And uh, Lake Superior in November was the closest that we got. Like, it wasn't actually frozen, yep. but it was... It was below freezing, and we went we went out there. And after a good forty eight seconds, you're numb, you and so you really anything. don't know anymore mm-hmm. that you're actually dying. Yeah, and in a minute you'd be blacked out. They say to stick your arms on the ice so that they'll freeze to the ice, so they can find your body. So don't just let go; just fade off with your arms. Anyway, that's kind of morbid. Uh, a team in India once constructed a giant Christmas decoration as tall as a ten story building. The world's largest candy cane was as long as a gray whale. Uh, that's interesting. And a mass of sliding snow can weigh as much as a million tons. Oh, and here's a very interesting one. We'll finish with this. Christmas tree worms can live for more than 40 years. They look like this, see? They're like an oceanic creature. Christmas tree worms. Hmm. Oh, so they're not worms that are... That, it's not like I got to be Those afraid of them in no. my... No, 
<laughs> no. In my Christmas tree. No, no, I don't. That, that's a different kind of worm. So anyway, we're going to take a short break uh, so that we can reset the show and get some of these really tasty looking lemon poppy seed muffins that uh, Mrs. Sebastian made for us, as well as get set up for our What's in My Coffee special edition today. Listeners, it is episode 246 on this Friday, December 29th. 3.32 p.m. here at the KHMG Studios. Stick around for more Live Till 5 after this short break. With a little more live till 5 is 3.36 p.m. on this Friday, December 29th. In studio, we have Josh Taylor, Devin Taylor, Lawrence Nagengast, Sebastian Basildua, Chris Harper, and myself, Jared Baldwin. We're going to do a little What's in My Coffee special edition. What's in My Coffee special edition. And it's more What's in My Random Obscure Drinks That You Can Buy at the Local Market Around the Corner. I'm not even going to use any bumper music because this has no connection at all to the Hub. When the Hub is open, they sponsor this section of the show and they give us all these free drinks and it's great. But since they're all on vacation and Jeremy's posting all these pictures on Instagram, going to the beach and enjoying the beautiful outdoors, I had to stop by the JS store and get drinks. And so I decided to get obscure drinks at the market that you never think about buying. But this is what we're going to do today, because normally what we do, for those of you listening for the first time, is we hand out drinks that are not labeled. We don't know what's in them. You can only look at the drink and maybe sometimes take a little whiff. But then you get the drink, you taste it, you describe it, try and guess what it is. It's usually a drink provided by our coffee shop. And then we describe it to you, the listeners, and at the end we have the big reveal of what the drinks actually are. Today, we're not going to do that. Today, we're each going to draw a number, and we get to take the drink that has the corresponding number... uh, on it or you can do what i call the glucerna challenge so no, no. so I'm you just either looking, just looking at that take, thing I take am. the drink with the number so let's see i have number four here so i'm gonna grab drink number four wherever that's at where did that go no oh, devin's gonna go number devin's four. gonna take the glucerna challenge yeah. okay devin will do the three. glucerna channel okay sebastian get a number what number you have there josh number six i am six six there you go wow that Looks like uh, what I'm using. What number you have there, Sebastian? Redo my ceiling. Number three. Number three. Hold on. Number three. Which one's three? Oh, that's this one here. Oh, amen. There you go. All right. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Looks can be deceiving. (laughs) Chris, what number you have there? Five. Oh yeah. (laughs) There you go. Okay. So now you can either keep the drink that you just drew for. Or Are we going to white elephant trade this thing? Or you can take the glucerna challenge, which means you have to take one of these glucerna drinks and drink it and describe it to our aging audience why they should be drinking these every day. Because uh, well, uh, I, well, someone named Marty gave me these to share with you on the air today. If I, if I drank that. And he said there's more where that came from. I bet there is. If, so, I, if I drank that, would I make it to the end of the show? 
You, <laughs> it depends. We take a few breaks <laughs> along the way. We have a top of the hour break coming up in 20 minutes. That might You might time it, it just right. It depends. Six grams of sugar, 10 <laughs> grams of protein, 190 calories, carb steady designed for people with diabetes, rich chocolate. Um, let's see. Natural and artificial flavors, eight fluid ounces. It's a glucerna shake. You shake it up. You know, it's not bad. Anyone want to take the glucerna challenge versus the drink that they drew? Devin, are you ready for the glucerna challenge? We'll let, we'll let Devin have one of these here. Yes, I'm already. Okay, all right. We'll give Josh. You can give that to <laughs> him. Yes, I'm already. And he can he can taste it. So everyone needs to crack no their drink open. Oh, easy, I think, uh, I easy think. open. Easy open. All right. Easy. You open. have a straw on the side of your drink. Not there. too bad for easy. What you want the glucerna challenge instead? It. All right. Building it all up, man. You I gotta go. try it. All right. Give me your other drink back there. All right. There you go. Okay. Well, we're all opening our drinks oh, here, boy. and so everyone gets to enjoy the sound of our drinks opening. Oh boy. So we're gonna let Lawrence go first because he's he's. The first one with his drink open. Lawrence has a tall can of something. Nervous. What number Are is yours you? again, Lawrence? I'm actually one, too. So wow. okay. I thought that's All why right. you chose me. Okay. All right. Take a sip. I don't know if the, it's cold. Oh, man. Oh, I just smelled inside. <laughs> I just I just smelled good. This is something you can just, buy just at the local case, market at every local market. In on case Guam. you drink things by smelling them first, uh, it smells like straight Sharpie marker. Yes. And you know, the good thing is what color? you can say how bad it is or how good it is based on what you really think, not how you normally play the hub game where you have to say everything is good. Because this right here, <laughs> we're not it's, we're not counting on selling on me these. Here. Okay, all right. What does it taste like besides smelling like uh, sharpie it's, marker? It's smooth. It, it's a tea, and I think it just may be like a black tea. Okay. Um, <laughs> Josh is loving his drink. Glucerna challenge, please. <laughs> Actually, this is this is really good. I think it's just a it's a sweetened black tea. Um, is there any any? Um, Suspended uh, particulates in there? No, no, it's smooth. You sure? I'm positive. They're <laughs> all in the, in the bottom. Suspended particulates? Oh, no. Yeah, yeah. They're on the bottom yeah. then. What's the turpidity gonna, of that drink? I'm going to sip it really slowly then, okay. so they all just kind of stay there. When my friend Patrick Luhan used to work for Guam Waterworks Authority, we'd see him on the news about every other week talking about the turpidity of the water. Uh, it was like suspended particulates and turpidity. So, anyway. Seriously, I don't know. I haven't It tastes had, like a black tea, a sweet black tea? It seriously does. I haven't had... Oh, now he's looking. He's got, he's, the, flashlight he's got the flashlight on. looking down inside there. Does it yeah, look like there's anything in there? I probably should have shaken it. That's okay. But I'm Keep gonna, working your way down there. I will. It may be sludgy by the All time right. I get to the bottom. Okay. All right. Okay, now let's go to Sebastian, who's taking the Glucerna Challenge. Uh, how's it taste, Sebastian? Um. Well, it tastes like chocolate milk. Mm-hmm. I don't know what the beer <laughs> is, so I'm, I'm kind of not... I'm kind of scared that it tastes all right. Mm-hmm. And you guys are terrified of it, so I don't you have know. nothing to be afraid. Is of. anyone terrified of it? You have nothing to be afraid. Well, of. Well, it's a glucerna challenge. It wouldn't be really oh. much of a challenge. No, I just figured, you know, either you drink. Okay. So now, Sebastian, found them. You need to get. Oh, you found the uh, <laughs> suspended particulates in there. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. There's what size plenty. are they? Um, they're small. They're like uh, quarter-sized tapioca okay. pellets. Pellets. Okay, great. All right, uh, Sebastian. <laughs> You need to now, part of the Glucerna Challenge is you need to tell our aging audience why it's good for them to drink Glucerna. Go. Glucerna is very good for you because it has, it is rich chocolate. Uh, so how could it taste good, but also be good for you, you may ask. But I tell you, it, it has only 6 grams of sugars and 12 grams of proteins. And it's only 190 calories, but I feel full. It smells like chocolate baby formula. Hey, good job. All right. 
Not only that, but it includes slowly digestible carbohydrates, clinically proven to help minimize blood sugar spikes. Well, let's get, since Devin is also drinking one, I saw he was going to town on his. Devin, can you describe, what does that drink taste like? What did it taste like? It also tastes like chocolate milk, too. Do you like it? Yes. Would you drink it again? Yes. All right. Well, I might send you home with this extra one, uh, and uh, maybe. You don't. I mean, seriously, there's got to you know, be somebody Now that else we know here. that there's someone that really likes these, we, I hear there's a steady stream coming your way. So, all right, now, Josh, oh, what no. number did you have there? Uh, I had number six. Number six. And what the, does it my, taste my like? My favorite part is the lid. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a little plastic bottle. I'm guessing probably right around ten ounces. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it it's smiling at me. Okay. It looks like a marshmallow. Uh, it's sticking its tongue out at me. It's got nice rosy cheeks. Uh, the obviously you pulled the label off. Mm-hmm. I'm I assuming did. so because if you I did because if I got no the I just one put it back in the drink that just came like this right here and you bought it from the back of somebody's van. I am <laughs> never coming on this show again. Yeah, want to play the uh, recycle? W- where's what, my coffee? What's now? in the back of my van? Yes. Yeah, yep. Yeah, that's the next one. That's a big yeah. One. That's that's, a, that's the final level of this show. <laughs> yeah. you won't. <laughs> the you won't episode. believe the deal I got on <laughs> yeah, these. Yeah. Uh, so uh, what does it taste it like? It is. It's a. It's a whitish substance uh, with quite a bit of floaties. Um, unlike the pellets, these are more triangular, <laughs> okay. rectangular shapes. Uh, quite a few of them. Cube-like. It is very sweet. Kind of clear. Almost disturbingly sweet. Uh, I'm guessing there's got to be some kind of a coconut in there. Mm. It's um, like Gatorade ice. It looks like that. Yeah. yeah. That Gatorade ice. But then with, with, with the floaties. Yeah. With the floaties. Yeah, with floaties, which so, doesn't sound nearly as appetizing. And, and I don't know if these floaties are actual fruit uh, I'm I'm gonna say that it is coconut mixed with coconut, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, and then it's got to have quite a bit of artificial flavoring and sugars in there. Mm-hmm. So while it's coconut, I don't know if there's actually anything genuinely coconut about it. Okay, all right. So it's coconut, coconut without any real coconut, just coconut, artificial coconut. Kind of like juicy juice. There you go. I had a juicy juice earlier today. Yes, it's like yes, juicy yes. juice made without any juice. With no juice. <laughs> All right, now, Chris, what number did you have there? Uh, number five. Number five. Yours has the yet. most interesting appearance. Can you describe yes. that to us? It is a green drink, a uh, sort of a lime green drink. There are particulates in this one. Mm-hmm. Lots. Uh, lots of them. They're black with a little white uh, coating around the blackness. I have no idea what this is. Somebody said it, they thought it was good. I did you? I like it. You like it? It's a little I, sweet. But I haven't I like tasted it, it yet. I, it, go I, ahead. I, I cleaned out... My water dispenser last night, and that right that. there is very similar. Like this. Okay. Also, when, I, when I took the paper towel off the um, bottom, yeah. okay, and all the green algae, that was. Uh, if you're ever around the swamp during uh, frog breeding season, you'll also see something that looks yeah. just like this drink. It's a bit, it's a bit pond-like with tadpoles yeah. in it. Yes, it looks like millions of tadpoles. Okay, so but what does it taste hatch. like? With that great description yeah. of the appearance, drink it before it hatches. It has some sort of a fruity taste. Mm-hmm. Not not sure what kind of fruit, but it's actually not bad. It's kind of sweet. It's probably mm-hmm. melon. Yeah, melon of some sort. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it does have a melony taste. I'm not sure I like the particulates in it, although mm-hmm. I'm not a big fan of bubble tea to, or whatever. Do you have to chew them? Either. Mm-hmm. Um, not quite. Slide down. Not do you quite. have to chase them down? With like what? they try and swim away, water? and then you like gotta like <laughs> no suck them back in. Okay, all right. No, not that. Not that. Okay, <laughs> all right. Well, and it uh, mine here. I have drink number four. It's a small, half size can, uh, ice cold. The can is kind of orange. It has a 
brownish orange fluid inside of it. No particulates. Hold on. Oh boy. And um, it tastes like uh, hot tamales candies. Um, or, you know, those little, they're little like sweet but spicy cinnamon candies. Oh, soaked tamales. in hot water. Great. Yeah, yeah, soaked in water. That's what this is. Is it a spicy drink? It has a spice to it. It has a cinnamon spice to no it. No kidding. And since I was the one who bought all these obscure drinks, <laughs> no and the lady at the JS store was like, why are you buying these again? I was like, ah, it's too hard to explain. But Did she say that? Uh, she just like looked at me. She was sitting there, and her son was actually checking me out, yeah. and he had to get a price on every single drink because they're such obscure drinks. So, but hey, I helped that, clean that out their obscure seems drinks. That lady to work every day of the year, I've yes. noticed, too. <laughs> yeah. It's the same, same yep. lady working Lawrence, every how, how hour. how obscure was the uh, expiration date? Well... It was it was a while ago. <laughs> really? Oops. Well, Lawrence, you had drink number one, right? I did. Yours a is delicious a grass jelly drink. Grass jelly drink, which is not you know Sadly, two words you'd put together. If usually. I would have gone all day not knowing that, I could have appreciated the drink so much more. Because <laughs> honestly, it tasted like a black tea, mm-hmm. like almost a som black tea. Yeah. And then I got the, the, the chunks in the bottom, and that, that tort- sort of flipped it on its head for me. Yep. And then you ripped the label off yeah, in, in desperation. <laughs> and confirmed that it wasn't like All right. grass well, jelly. Grass drink number jelly two, drink. which, which uh, Sebastian traded, or no. no, Sebastian, no one drew this one. So drink number two with possible expiration date problem. Uh, it's probably a misprint. Could Aloe be. juice drink with pulp. Aloe ah, juice drink with pulp. Drink with that would have been a safe one. Hmm. Number three, the one, the one that traded. Sebastian traded back. Was the bubble matcha latte traded for the glucerna? Bubble matcha, so green tea latte. Yeah. Uh, in a juice box form. Number four is mine. It's a uh, it's su jianggua, sweet cinnamon punch, traditional Korean beverage. Sweet, Sweet cinnamon, cinnamon punch. punch. What's the uh, what's the expiration on awesome. that? Awesome. I, 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 I'm afraid to look. I think I marked it's through it. Bottom. See, that was actually while mine came with no label. I did see September 2018 on it, so You're safe. there was hope. And Devin's Devin's going for more of his glucerna. Yeah, yep. mine's 215-2018. So mine's all uh, let's see. Uh, Chris has number five basil seed drink with melon flavor. Uh, basil so Lawrence seed. Ca- called the flavor even without tasting it again. Yep. He's a savant. I- I've had it before. <laughs> He's a savant. Delicious. It so, is with it's melon just too flavor. Sweet. Oh. And like then. It, yeah. um, oh. Josh has the Mogo Mogo coconut with coconut. It is coconut with it coconut. It is coconut with coconut. So that Mogo Mogo really has nothing to do with it. They have seven that's different flavors, and that's the coconut with coconut. But they have like peach, they have strawberry. Yeah, lychee's good. I've had that yeah. one before. So there you go. And then, of course, you guys drinking the Glucerna Challenge drinks. Glucerna Shake is uh, a carb steady drink primarily for people battling uh, blood sugar issues. Yeah. Or for guys like Devin that just need a quick pick-me-up in the gone. afternoon. <laughs> Devin is... He drank the whole thing. It, is, it did not last. Now, why don't we pass around these uh, cupcakes as well? Because now, the, the pièce de la résistance, the, the sweet treat for the afternoon, are not the drinks that I brought. But instead, they are these lemon poppy seed muffins with, with drizzle. Yes. With, with drizzle. That sounded very uh, Great British Baking Show. Yes. Well, we actually just watched that one of the shows, and then she's like, "I gotta bake something." And yes. Then this is the result. Keep watching, Sebastian. <laughs> has Keep watching, tendency. Jessica. So we're gonna let's let's take a bite of these and describe these on the air. Hold on. Mm. You listeners do not realize how blessed we are to be on the radio right now. Mm. Right. 
Mm. It's not the best broadcast quality. You can you can eat this and then have a little grass jelly drink oh, to man. wash it down. <laughs> wash it right down. <laughs> I will admit, last week and when I was listening to you. Uh, play the what's in my coffee and your Jared uh-huh. when you decided to take a drink for the listeners mm-hmm. I changed the channel <laughs> I changed the channel and I came back after I was pretty sure yeah. that you had swallowed mm-hmm. so <laughs> um, I gotcha oh boy great just like right now it's terrific these these are good well the glaze I I, I just opened mine up and I've just tasted the glaze and even the glaze is kind of a lemony I know it's lemony. amazing isn't but it? it's not it's not overwhelming lemon it's a gentle mm. lemon See poppy seed. I've always been a big a big fan of poppy seed. Mm-hmm. Good flavor, I mean, not, nice you know, texture for mm-hmm. that reason. But no. you're not supposed to eat these before you do an Olympic uh, time trial, though, because you'll not be you'll, you'll fail the the test. Poppy mm-hmm. seeds. Okay, well, if you eat too many, thankfully I'm not taking my Olympic trial today. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna hold off till it's out of my system. Oh, that's the day. I'm going to hold off <laughs> yeah. until I, it's out of my system. Jessica, thank you for making us the mm-hmm. lemon poppy seed uh, muffins. Sebastian, thank you for marrying Jessica. Uh, we course. appreciate that. Not a problem. I know you didn't just do it for us. <laughs> no. But, uh, Not yeah. a problem. Wow. Okay. <laughs> Sebastian, you have a little quiz for us today? Oh, I do, of course. All right. We it's have eight minutes. I can't pull up your song, is, though. Is it an eight-minute quiz? Yes, I've got this. You can't He's pull up the it. song? Oh, well, I can. No, I just got to okay. go to a whole different... Here, it. I'll go... You just start talking. I'll pull it up at a random interval. I call this a new quiz. <laughs> a hey, new quiz. A new quiz. Because it's like a new year. No. But it's a new quiz. Or the, oh, this is the last quiz of 2017. A new quiz. A new quiz. I can't hear... Got you it. can put those headphones on that are right there. There we go. Put those headphones there you go. On. Don't knock over your glucerna. Yeah. There it is. Worth its All right. gold no, there. Match the music. Take and it away, Sebastian. Quiz. All right. It's back to normal. The multiple choice. We'll go left to right. All right. All righty here. First question. Uh, it's it's New Year's themed trivia. New Year's theme. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If, that, if that wasn't clear by the title. All right. The New York City Times Square is... New Year's Eve ball dropping mm-hmm. event. True. Was the result of A, attracting more people to New York City during the New Year's Eve, and B, a ban on fireworks since 1907, or C, TV stations in the U.S. have something to broadcast. Mm. So I'm still chewing my drink, but I'm, I'm good with my coconut, coconut. Uh, definitely A. It's all about the tourists. A, attracting mm. more people. I would say it was a fireworks ban in New York City, B. Fireworks band. I'm gonna go B as well. B. I'm gonna go A. A. Well, congrats. It is B. Ban on fireworks. Mm, there you uh, go. That's so they decided to drop a ball. Yeah. So that's yeah. just about as exciting as fireworks. It I guess. really is. Close wow. second. Hey, okay. back then you don't know. They haven't right. really done anything different either for years. Yeah. It's just a nope. bigger, shinier tradition. Yeah. All right. Question number two. According to Nat, true or false? True or false? According to National Insurance Crime Bureau statistics, more vehicles are stolen on New Year's Day than any other holiday throughout the year. Now, just remember, I might have thought that you would think, (laughs) why would they even put this as a question if it wasn't, you know, this answer? Right. So I might have messed with it. Just Ah. let me know. Never get into a game of wits with a Sicilian. (laughs) Yeah. That's where we're headed with this one. Inconceivable that that is true. Inconceivable. All right. Uh, so. False. False. True or false, Josh? 
Oh, I, I said inconceivable. Oh, that inconceivable. Is true. Uh, that's I true. That's Got it. False. False. Uh, I'm gonna just go true. Why not? True. Sure. Why not? I'm gonna go true as well. So yeah. you two are true or false? I've got 364 other guy. options, basically. So everyone was true except for Jared. Correct. Um, it is true. I was oh. too lazy to actually oh, you got me. mess with the question. <laughs> so you decided to explain <laughs> but it But I just away. wanted to explain yeah. it away, yeah. yeah. Okay, so that's a Good. question for everyone else, or an answer for her. Okay. Okay. All right, next question. In Spanish tradition, what should people do to secure a lucky year on New Year's Eve? Hmm. A, you must sign up for the running of the bowls before midnight. Nope, steal a car. B, you must eat 12 <laughs> grapes at midnight. That'd be hilarious. <laughs> or C, sing a song right after midnight. Oh, you Nothing, even if it's not, even if I'm not correct, you still cannot go wrong with singing a song after midnight. All right. I believe it's stuffing 12 grapes in your mouth. Stuffing 12 grapes. I'm going to, I say sing a song too. Sing a song. What was A? Running uh, of the Bulls. Sign up for the running of the Bulls before midnight. Wow. In Mexico? In, That's a Spanish. No, no Spanish. It's a Spanish. Oh, it's a Spanish. Spanish. The Spanish, Spanish tradition. Yeah. Yeah, I'll go with that. I'll go with run, running of the Bulls. All right. It was B. 12, eat 12 grapes. There you go. Good job. Why? I don't know. Must be a long story behind that one. Let's Google it. <laughs> and the next one here. I'm sure there's one too. In Greece, people bake St. Basil's cake. To celebrate New Year's Day, if you find this item inside of your piece of cake, you will be especially lucky in the coming year. Yeah. A, 12 a grapes. Key, a, a key. B, a silver or gold coin. Or C, a bracelet. Oh, if you find a bracelet. Bracelet. Okay. Uh, as long as there's not a hand still attached. I would say uh, a key. <laughs> a key. Coin. A coin. Well, oh, boys. I'm going with somebody. Uh, I'll go with a coin as well. It is indeed a coin. Mm. Yeah, I don't know. I wouldn't want to bite into that. <laughs> yeah. You know, your dentist will have a good year as well because mm. of the <laughs> bills you'll be paying him. Yeah. Uh, next question. In the Netherlands, what do people burn on the streets at New Year's Eve to purge the old and welcome the new? A, clothes. B, hats. C, Christmas trees and hopefully clothes without people in them. Bartholomew Cubbins and his 5,000 hats. All right, hats. Because wasn't, wasn't Bartholomew McCubbins? He was definitely what? Netherlandish. Netherlands. Netherlandish. Yeah, Netherlandish. No, that's with that's, a Mick uh, name. Dutch. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I would still say hats, even though I totally disagree with the reason we came, how we came to that conclusion. <laughs> oh wow! All our Dutch listeners think, are cringing I right think, now. I think it's hats. Sorry, Dustin and sorry, Troy sorry, and Dutch Beisha. people. Our Dutch <laughs> listeners, we've offended them again. Yes, and they so, make up uh, a significant part of our. Right, Lawrence. Audience. I'm gonna go with trees. Trees. Lawrence is the only one correct with trees. Wow. Yeah. That's dangerous. Know. Good job. They um, burn trees in the streets, huh? Yeah, I guess so. Wow. It's pretty dangerous, huh? Uh, the new, the Jewish New Year is called a Yom Kippur, b Hanukkah, or c Rose Hashanah. Rosh Hashanah. Rosh Hashanah. C Worcestershire sauce. Got it. Wow. Um, I think it's Rosh Hashanah. Rosh Hashanah. Rosh Hashanah. Hashanah. Yeah, Yeah, I think it's that too. Okay, it was Hanukkah. I had Hanukkah. I'm sorry. Hanukkah is the Jewish New Year? Oh, I thought that was the Christmas, more their Christmas celebration. It's going on right now. Judas Maccabeus liberating Jerusalem from Seleucid control. Here's a countdown to the New Year. I don't know. Hmm. That was on the 12th of Chislev. 
Okay. It might have been a bit We're going to take your know. word for it. I, well, no, don't take mine. Take uh, Quiz, All right. Quizlet. And last... Last question. Hmm. Okay, last question. Of the countries listed, which place or country is always the first to welcome the new year? A, Japan. B, island nations of Kir- Kiribati and Samoa. Kiribati or C, Samoa, yeah. Thailand. Oh, it's, it's definitely... Thailand? Uh, Samoa. I would say Kiribati. Yeah, Kiribati for me. Yeah, I think it's the islands. Congrats. That is correct. All of you are correct. Excellent. Who won? Um, Lawrence. Lawrence. He wins without even trying. It's just not fair. (laughs) What a good quiz. Some people have the golden touch. The tree. The tree was the winner. Well, listeners, stick around. We have a whole other hour of Live Till 5. Looking back at 2017, looking ahead to 2018. You're listening to Live Till 5 here on 88.1 FM, Harvest Family Radio, Barragata Guam. Stick around for a little SRN news. Live till five. I'm Jared Baldwin, your host. Episode 246 of our live local talk and variety programming, broadcasting high atop the campus of Harvest Ministries from the worldwide headquarters of Harvest Family Radio. During our Christmas break, yet we still came in to do this live show so we could be with you this afternoon. Whether you're listening on the radio dial at 88.1 FM here in Guam. Or you're listening on Guam or around the world online through khmg.org or through an app that you can listen to, FM Radio. However you're listening to us, we're glad you're with us. You can also download the podcast of this show through our website, khmg.org. Not just this show, but many great shows that are produced here locally at KHMG. Heart of Harvest, Harvest Time, Harvest Echoes, Take Note... Living Redemptively, Building Great Leaders, number of really good programs. You can download the podcast. And all of those different programs are archived and being archived on our website. So you can actually search by topic or by scripture passage or by speaker. And you can download podcasts specifically to relate to maybe the type of material you're looking for. So we want to be a blessing to you. You can also follow us on Facebook, Harvest Family Radio Guam. We keep our Facebook page updated regularly with everything from links to different great podcasts to resources that we come across, different videos that go along with some of the songs that we release on a radio station, uh, different inspirational posts as well, and reminders about things that are happening around here at the ministry. And notifications when a new podcast like this show's podcast will be updated. And we'll put it out on Facebook as well so that all our Facebook followers will know about it. So just a lot of different ways for you to interact with us. Let us know you're listening. Send us a little note. Give us a little thumbs up on Facebook. Text or call us. Stop by during working hours. You can stop by and check out the radio station. We're on the third floor directly above the hub here on the Harvest Campus. 
Just turn off of Route 8 at the Mobile McDonald's. Come back about one mile. You'll see the Harvest Ministries sign on the left-hand side. Turn in. Come to the main part of campus. You'll see the three-story building with the coffee shop on the first floor. It has a brown awning that says Hub. We're on the third floor directly above it. And you just take the stairway or the elevator. Comes right out in front of the front door of Harvest Family Radio. And we've been on the air for 21 and a half years, almost 22 years now. And it's a real blessing to be with you every Friday afternoon live for this program. If you ever miss part of the show, tune in Saturdays from noon to 2 or Sunday nights from 12. Sorry, Sunday nights from 7 to 9 p.m. Saturdays, 12 to 2. Catch us on the rebound because we know you might not be able to listen to two straight hours of radio, but we want you to have access to the whole program. So we rebroadcast it in its entirety for your listening convenience. Josh... Are you an app guy? Do you have various apps on your... I do. Uh, like but, your... You guys have iPads. But primarily, <laughs> yeah, if you want to get into uh, maybe a little bit later on the... Uh, I'm going on 15 years, four months being on Guam without having a cell phone. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that really came back to bite me the other day. I was wondering about that. But um, but as far as apps are concerned, I do have. It was one of those where I have iMessage, mm-hmm. and so when I got back home, it went ding, 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 yep. ding, 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 yep. and I noticed that my wife was not at home. Mm-hmm. Uh, that we had a babysitter watching the children. And I was like, I was only going to go out because she said she didn't mm-hmm. have anything. Right. Right. So yes, that was when one of my apps kicked in and informed yeah. me that I had missed something significant. Yeah. yeah. So what's you know that aside, what would be one of your favorite apps that you use on either your iPad or your phone? Or- well, I as you were mentioning all the different ways that you can listen to this podcast. Uh, I'm a SoundCloud. Uh, mm-hmm. That's generally where I listen to is SoundCloud. Uh, big on Audible. I love mm-hmm. the uh, yep. Audible app. Uh, listen to that. Um, I love. Used to not be into it, but I love the YouTube app now because I can catch 10-minute uh, replays of every NFL football game on that. Monday, and yes, it's tremendous. I love that. Yep. So now I I don't really even I, – I, I try not to follow the games as they're happening because I, I can't while I'm teaching. Right. And so on YouTube, so I've got that one. Uh, I've got Netflix, but I don't watch it too much on this. Uh, I have Twitter. I'm not a lot into Twitter. Um and I have TuneIn Radio because I've heard you mention that mm-hmm. before, but I don't think I've ever opened that app. Uh, uh, my favorite ones are the uh, ESPN, uh, that app, which I use uh, frequently. And then I just like the app that comes with uh, my iPod, which is my health, so I can mm-hmm. check how far I've walked today. And currently... Um, because I spent a bunch of time at the pool today, so I've only got 1.2 miles in walking. Mm-hmm. Um, I average around four miles, uh, uh, so I like to check that one. Annabelle, my daughter, we got a, we got her a Fitbit, and so nice. now she's like even tracking her REM sleep as oh, compared wow. to her light sleeping. Mm-hmm. As a, I was like, okay, that's that's borderline <laughs> stalking. So I'm <laughs> yeah. not really into that one, yep. but. But so good. And thanks to all of the data breaches out there, I have LifeLock app. Oh. Which uh, I have people out there now uh, making sure that my information is not being sold on the dark web. Yes, right. Uh, unfortunately, whenever the data breach happens, all it does is cost me money. Yeah, right. Because I had to subscribe to this one and it cost my wife and I around $300 to, to get into this one. But 
ah, for some reason, I don't think anybody's actually going to be reimbursing me for that, even though no. they, they're the ones that lost my data. So right. those are the kind of the apps. I'm, I'm much more of a, I actually don't even think I have a single game on here, primarily because if I had them, I would probably use them. And so I intentionally don't have any, uh, any, of, the, any of those uh, actual games. So you don't have any brain training games? Uh, no, no. My my brain is so far from being able to be trained. Uh, <laughs> but I do have some educational. I've got my I've got RenWeb, so I can check mm-hmm, my, mm-hmm. Uh, and I've got ZipGrade, so I can uh, adjust those. And I have uh, NBC Nightly News. Uh, I like to catch up on the news every once in a while. That's where I learned about the upside down Christmas trees. Yep, was yep. was from that, and I like because you can watch their different segments, uh, and. Uh, then I have uh, Bible, and with my podcast, which is the app that I use the most, uh, I use my podcasts, uh, and that's where I can also, that's, I do most of my Bible reading via Bible listening through yeah. the um, the Word of Promise uh, mm-hmm. with Audible, and then as well as the... Um, uh, version. Di- yeah. Uh, no, I, I don't have the U version. Um, my favorite one is the... Um, uh, faith comes by hearing. Mm, uh, yes, yep. faith comes by hearing, yep. and I have the the New Testament dramatized version, and so I make it through the New Testament about every about every two months. Nice, nice. I have m- many of the apps you mentioned. The ones that I have that maybe you don't have is I do have a game on my phone called Word Connect. It's a kind of a word scramble type game, which I do enjoy that quite a bit. Um, I use a app called Evernote. Mm-hmm. It's kind of Heard a business of business type app. It helps you keep track of important things. Um, you can have collaboration. Multiple people can be logged in, and you can share documents and things. There are a number of other I've ways to accomplish. It. I've the same downloaded thing. it before, but I've never actually used yeah. it. Though, actually, the main thing that it is super helpful for, which is probably its smallest f- feature, but for me, it has this um, other complimentary app called Scannable. And literally, you can take your phone, put it on camera, and or put it on scannable, hold it over a piece of paper. It recognizes it as a sheet of document, and it saves it as a Word document. So you so can edit literally, it. So you can edit it. It doesn't get it 100% correct, though. If, if there's anything weird about it at all, it'll jumble up a word, whatever. But it also recognizes like a business card as a business card. Mm-hmm. So it'll lift all the information off the business card, put it into a file. Um, it does that with a number of different standard type things. That's a very helpful thing. What's that one called? That's called uh, Scannable, and it, it comes when you do Evernote. It's one of the things you can get with it. So okay. it saves it into Evernote. So uh, it uses Evernote, and also it can also save it into your photos. Or Evernote whatever. is a word processor, correct? Yeah, Evernote Type is of? kind of, yeah, it's kind of like, a little bit like Outlook probably competes with Outlook okay. a little bit. So, um, And then I have uh, LifeWay's leadership app and a couple banking apps. Uh, Chegg, C-H-E-G-G, is the electronic textbook uh, resource that many college students use. My daughter and son got me onto that. It saved me hundreds of dollars on college textbooks for them and for myself. And then, of course, Instagram and WhatsApp and things like that. I haven't done the, um, I haven't gotten into any of the banking apps yet. Yeah. I, I, it's not that I'm against it. I just, I just scared, I guess. It's come in handy. Um, I had I was standing at the cash register a couple months ago, and I knew that I had just made a large payment on something, and I didn't have a lot in checking, but I had money in savings. Well, we had decided at the last minute to go by the grocery store, and I'm getting I'm standing in line. I'm like, I don't have enough money in my checking account to do this. I need to move money from savings to checking. While I'm standing there in line, putting the food up, 
transferred money from savings to checking, hit it, and by the time she rang it up, the money was in my account. I oh, was able good. to. So you know, it's a convenience. Yeah, there's a thing. lot. Of, there's a lot of convenience to but, it. But you know, probably also you can conveniently lose you know your entire identity if you're not careful uh, with that. But one of the things that I have on my phone that Lawrence Nangas actually is the one who got me onto is this new HQ app. And I have here from Time Magazine the top 10 apps of 2017. Number 10, Focal Mark, and says here, with Instagram switch over from chronological order to an algorithm-based feed, hashtagging your photos became all the more important to get exposure and build an audience. Enter Focal Mark, an app that lets you describe your images, travel, landscape, wildlife, and so on, and get the perfect hashtags to use for each shot. It's an easy way to get your Instagram photos in front of more people to rack up those likes. That's interesting. Google Maps, of course, that's a very popular app in 2017, got even more popular. So uh, I don't know how GPS companies are going to stay in business because everyone that has mm-hmm. a data plan actually has a GPS yeah. already with them. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Warby Parker, the ultra-hip eyeglass startup, has long offered the ability to digitally try on pairs of specs before you make a purchase. But Warby Parker's app is now using the new iPhone X's advanced face scanning tech to do an even better job of recommending frames that will look great on you. It's a perfect example of an app using the latest and greatest smartphone features for practical results. So it takes a picture of your face yep. and then it puts glasses on the picture so you can see what kind of I wonder if that would work also with like toupees for me. Oh, you know what? I wonder if they have a wig section. Yes, that will. They might. Wor- Warby Pock- Parker Wibs. Wigs. Wibs. Warby Wibs. Yeah, there you go. Uh, let's see here. Um, let's I see. I think I've heard I've heard of that one. Yeah. Um, seeing it, but yeah, it's yeah. it's a, it's a pretty cool idea. Uh, hidden folks. Mobile games tend to be built for quick five minute hits while you're in line at the grocery store riding the bus. Not so with hidden folks. Beautifully done. Where's Waldo for the digital age? Find the hidden character game uh, rewards longer stretches of intense searching particular subjects. But the challenge here is that you'll probably get distracted by the gorgeous art along the way. I don't know. I haven't checked that one out. Face app, of course, that's a photo editing. Car to go. Uh, this is for people who live in the big cities in the States. Mm-hmm. Adobe Lightroom CC. Plenty of mobile photography editing apps out there, but few have the expertise of Adobe uh, that Adobe brings to the table. Super Mario Run. I've heard that's a very fun game. That's why I don't have it on my phone. Your basic uh, basic Temple Run type of a thing. Yes, but Super yeah, Mario but Wars. Mario. Yep. And I think it's... Uh, Nintendo's first app. I think that's the big deal about it. You know, they're going to break into this even more. Signal, uh, with new uh, hack in the headlines every week. It's worth taking some time to beef up your digital security. A top app to do that is Signal, an encrypted messaging app built in the pri- with privacy in mind, which helps keep your text safe from prying eyes. And then finally, number one is the one that I was talking about Lawrence got me on to, is HQ Trivia. And this is a... Uh, community of trivia players almost a million people participating twice a day they do a live trivia session and they have 12 questions and if you make it all the way through all 12 questions you split the winnings with whoever else also answered all 12 doesn't cost you anything you don't have to give any kind of information other than your basic name and email address and um out of a million people the other day i made it to like question seven probably could have made a question 11 if I would have went a different direction on question seven. And so it's just interesting. And they do a live, basically he's talking to everyone, all million people live giving the questions and all around the world, people are logging in, trying to answer. And 
If you get our people, do you sign have up, time to Google or no? no? Five seconds from when he starts reading the question, you have well from when he ends Are the question. Multiple, five seconds, multiple choice gives you three choices, and they're written right in front of you. So, like one of the questions was, "What's the capital of Kentucky? Lexington, Frankfort, or Frankfurt?" And then by the time you're done saying that, you have about two seconds left, and so you have to choose real quick. So I chose Frankfurt, Fert. and it should have been Frankfort. F-O-R-T, yeah. So anyway, so those little things, it's like, oh, I should have known that, yeah. So the other day they had 20 winners, let's see, but they had a $2,000 pot, so they each won like 100 bucks or something like that. So anyway, interesting, the HQ app. HQ. Trivia HQ. I was going to say, trivia, that's not really my thing, but I can see how it would be something like that. Me, I'm... I am full of worthless information. So, yes, I, I, I remember that last week as uh, when uh, the, the, the Christmas quiz from last yes, week. I yes, yes, like, I only, nailed it. There were only a couple of questions on. I was like, I thought he was throwing out softballs mm-hmm. until I always tell my students, okay, don't get upset when somebody else gets an easy question, you get a hard question because an easy question is one that you know, and a hard question is one that you don't know. Right. And so it's like all these softball questions, and then they get to a, a, a question about an actor, and I'm like. I don't know who that is, yep. but yep, I'm. I'm. But that's there. what you're there for, Jared. I'm, yep, that's, that's what you're there for. You know what? Study hard, kids. someday you'll have your own radio show. Uh, anyway, hey, how about <laughs> this? Two, two hours a week. What are you going to do <laughs> yeah. the rest of your <laughs> thirty-eight other hours? Uh, let's see. Here's Time Magazine's uh, top ten baby name trend for this past year. So here's the top ten baby names for girls: Josh, Chris. How about each of you give me, what do you think would be one of the top 10 baby names for girls this last year? This past year, uh, I'm going to say I know for a fact that Margaret and Dorothy are not on there. That's correct. Is that all right? No. This is not 1957. This is 2017. Yeah. I mean, you got your your classic names. Um, Basically, go through the whole church (laughs) nursery here, and you're probably going to hit one or two of them. Yeah, see, I just was never good at, at... names um i bet all the all all the the people who really are good at it which might or might not be moms young moms um are probably screaming at the yes. speaker right now yeah so i'm so gonna just, i'm gonna throw out summer summer let's see here hmm no i'm sorry winter no autumn uh no and spring nope spring <laughs> Could, I mean, it could sure. be. That might have been a different <laughs> year, just, but... I just throw out the seasons. That's, no, that's good. Chris, what do you think might have been a top 10 baby name for girls this past year? For girls? Mm. How about Piper? Oh. I've heard that one before. Yeah, it's it was not this last year. I have heard that name a lot as yeah. well. Uh, okay, let me give, let me give you okay. from 10 to 1. 10 being Amelia. Amelia. Really? Uh, 9, Zoe. Eight, Riley. Seven, Aria. Six, Mia. Does this sound familiar? Okay. Are these like my yeah. student, my, my yes, class right. roster right here? Like yeah. you're yeah. going through most of my Ari class roster. and Mia. Um, five, Isabella. Yep. Four, yep. Ava. Yep. Three, Emma. Two, Olivia. One, Sophia. Okay. The only person I don't have in my class was an Emma. I don't have an yep. Emma. Yep. <laughs> All the other ones I have. Okay. Here for the guys. <laughs> for the guys. Here you go. Top 10 names. Starting with 10. Logan. Number nine, Elijah. Eight, Mason. Seven. Elijah's making a comeback, huh? Yeah, yeah. It's hey, you know, no school like the old school. Seven, Grayson. Six, Caden. Five, Lucas. Four, Aiden. Three, Noah. Two, Liam. Uh, Noah with an H or without an H? With an H. Okay. Two, Liam. 
and one Jackson. So there you go. Those are the top 10 boys and girls names, according to Time Magazine's Baby Names Trends. And it said, uh, uh, let's see, baby names in 2017 appeared to have been inspired by the NBA Finals that pitted the Cleveland Clavalier, Clavaliers, that would be your, your clavicle, Cavaliers against the Golden State Warriors. LeBron, Kyrie, and Kevin were names that jumped in popularity this year, according to baby centers, Baby Center. Dot com. Rappers also made an impression on parents with Chance and Kendrick. Disney oh. weaved its magic this year with more parents naming their daughters Moana and Bella or Belle. Colors and Mother Nature were also big influences. River, Willow, and Storm. Oh, see, I should have been yeah. going with I should have gone with storms mm-hmm. rather yeah, than exactly. seasons. Hazel, going. Ember, and Cloud for boys. Cloud. Um, yeah, Cloud. Cloud. Did you say uh, Hazel? Uh, Hazel, Ember. Hazel for boys? Mm-hmm. Yep. That's like grandma's name. <laughs> I know. Hazel. I, I, my dad had an aunt Hazel, actually. Uh, let's see. Among more unusual names that popped up were Harry Potter inspired, Severus, Albus, Minerva, while some foodie parents picked Ginger, Saffron, and Miso. Uh, miso? Yeah. I like Miso. Yeah. Miso's a good, that's, yep. that's a good one. Yeah. Okay. So anyway, right. those are, you know, and the hard part is uh, now parents won't want to name their kids those names next year because they don't want to have a name that everyone else named. You know, my wife's name, Tammy, that was a very popular name in the early 70s because there was a TV show with the Tammy on with it. With the I or the Y? Y. It was a Y. Traditional spelling. So See, I'm, I'm still trying to get people to spell my own daughter's name right. It's yeah. With Annabelle, it's, it, she, it's just she's going to struggle with that for the rest of her life. Yeah. Well, you guys chose to go With With off, Edgar, Edgar Allan Poe. Oh, well. Edgar Allan Poe. Like, how is that Annabelle off trail? Lee. Yeah, but I mean... Okay. Very few people for name me, their children after macabre dramas. For me, off trail is when you go with the B L L E and like there's like a that's a that's a cartoon cow. Well Annabelle the cow. Well, that's possible. And then I also saw that it was a apparently it was a movie in which it is a demon possessed doll. Okay. And that scared me very okay. badly. We just saw the yeah, that mm-hmm. was we didn't watch it, but yeah. wow, that was scary. It's not usually the name that gets me. It's the spelling. So someone will name their child something. Mm-hmm. I, I know this offends people every time yep. you talk about it. Just you don't even just you're you're offending people when you talk about yes. it. Yes, we're, don't we're even in the process right now. Yeah, but the the strange spellings. That's the one that gets me because it'll be a a, a, a name that you've heard before. But it will be spelled differently, just for some sort of like Elizabeth a with an I, S instead of a that's Z. That's a biblical name. See, <laughs> that's the biblical spelling. See, but see, that's, that's the true. that's the thing that like I honestly had that's, never seen Elizabeth with an S as far as like actually recognizing it until well, you haven't read a Bible then. <laughs> no, oh, no. <laughs> I said as far as recognizing it, like oh, okay. I just never it never came to but, me. It was always with a Z, but but. I'm not talking about something with ju- because you have an Annabelle, right? And that could be spelled several ways. I get how a name could be spelled several different ways. That I'm not not talking about. I'm talking about the one where you come up with a spelling for it. Right. Where you actually had to you had to go out of your way to come up with a spelling. Yep. That is actually kind of popular. Yes. Especially was in the Midwest where I was from where people say Oh well, we're going to spell it differently, and I say, you're you're just you're more causing yourself yep. problems with yep. that. Yeah, I've heard with John J A H N John. It's right. Like, okay. Right, right. Yeah. I. I. 
That's right. cute. You know, at least they they right. won't be mixed up with someone else. Right. You know, they might get their lunchbox taken away from them as yeah. kids say, why did your parents spell your name that way? But so, there's there's also no way to discuss this that's inoffensive. No, no. I just it's offended just someone offensive. named John. Right. You, whoever that is, they're... They're kicking their radio. We're not. Right we're now. not trying to. We're not trying to be controversial. <laughs> no. Let's let's no, switch no, over no. to something much less yeah, controversial. Let's, let's just talk more about slang Rosh words Hashanah. of 2017. <laughs> slang words of 2017. Like for example, here, and I did read these ahead of time. If my wife is listening, so just so you know, um, so uh, to ghost, for example, it means it's a verb to uh, abruptly cut off all contact with someone to ghost them. Okay. Word salad. That's a string of empty, incoherent, unintelligible, nonsensical words or comments put all together. Word salad. These are all Grammarly's 2017 year in review slang words. That one seems a little older, though, because I heard, I've heard that word one salad. for many years. Yeah. 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 Uh, froyo, which is the term for frozen yogurt. Oh, really? Froyo. So you can go to a froyo stand. Oh. Weak sauce. Uh, that's a noun. That Something effort. inferior or ineffective or unimpressive. <laughs> weak sauce. That's weak that, sauce. That's old school. It, yeah, it, I think I don't it's old know. school too. Maybe, Maybe old sometimes school is new school it, now. It, people aren't early adopters. You know, they're like in the second right, part of that right, curve. Right, there, right. So. I'm telling Devin that all the time, man. Weak Get sauce. that trash out of you. That's weak sauce. Son. Photo bomb. I mean, we've been saying that for a long time, but now it finally made the list. Um, <laughs> throw shade. Yep. Means to express contempt or disrespect to throw shade. Don't be throwing shade. Well, on me. there's also I've also heard people say that, and then you read it and you're like, oh well, that's just a, that's just a regular everyday statement. Oh, that's disrespectful. So I, I've actually heard young right. people express that it's somehow disrespectful mm. when it's just reality. Yeah. There's a difference. Yeah, I'm not There's trying to difference. throw shade on your list Don't here. throw shade on my list. Well, uh, how about <laughs> listicle? Have you ever heard of that? It yes. is when an Buzz article feed. consists of a series of items presented in a list. Yeah, there's so many of it's these. It's BuzzFeed, Yeah, basically. BuzzFeed, basically, yeah. yeah. And then, uh, <laughs> let's see, facepalm, of course, which is kind of self-explanatory when you put your hand on your face. We do that of, a lot on this yeah. show. It's our, our listeners, <laughs> we should yes. call this uh, uh, facepalm till five ping. <laughs> Instead of uh, listing all the ways for someone else to get in touch with you, simple, tell them just to ping you, right? Um, <laughs> worstest, uh, worstest, in September 2017, the term meant exactly what it sounds like. If something is the worstest, it goes beyond the average measure of bad, becoming a source of uh, derision in the process. It's the worstest thing in the world. Microaggression, that came up this year. Fake news, of course, uh, was out oh, there yeah. as a ter- new term this year. Woke, uh, let's oh. see. Woke, um, let's see. If you, you consider woke? yourself culturally attuned, particularly issues facing the black community, you might be, uh, just be woke term has been used for um, a while, but uh, it was used basically this year in a rap song, which, which really got, the term of it even more and more but basically woke fatberg how do you spell woke woke just Just like woke yeah like you got woke up yeah fatberg we talked about this extensively it's basically a giant uh instead of an iceberg it's a bunch of fat and stuff that gets stuck in the sewer system 
Fatberg instead of an iceberg. That is such a I know it's disgusting. Such a right? delicious mental thought. Can uh, I mentally floss after squad that? Squad goals. Squad goals. Uh, you've heard people say that they have squad goals. Well, that's that's something that came up this year. Onboarding. I just wrote a whole paper about this for my class, and we actually have an and onboarding manual now. It is the process of bringing someone into your organization. Oh, that's right. once you hire them. You have the onboarding process, which is orientation, training, meeting everyone, getting their passwords. It's one general term for everything that brings them on the team. I, ha- I, I used to follow this author on Financial Times, and she would hand out every year. I can't remember her name at the, off the top of my head, but every year she would hand out award, an award for what she would call the Golden Flannel Awards. Okay. And it was words that were said by, especially in business because of mm-hmm. Financial Times, uh, words that were used or phrases that were used by business people that mean nothing but sound wonderful. And that onboarding one sounds very much like that. We have an that's onboarding a, manual. Yeah, that's just now. a way to, to I'm basically the, I'm, I'm the head of the onboarding department. For Chris. no reason. Chris, I'm the head of onboarding. Well, yeah, you could just call it hiring. You're really, that's another word for it. <laughs> you're killing our synergy here. Come yeah, on. Right. And stop bringing well, I'm not, truth. I'm not to as the, woke as you guys. That's right. How about Friendsgiving? I'm going to cut you out of that next year. Uh, Friendsgiving. <laughs> Version of Thanksgiving that allows you to skip all the family stuff and load up uh, just on hanging out with friends. Right. That sounds like a, that also sounds like a, a selfish, term for yeah. people who are selfish and self-centered. <laughs> Winterval. Winterval. Uh, let's see here. Clap back. Okay. Uh, the clap back has been part of our cultural lexicon for over a decade, but the phrase really picked up in 2017. If you're not familiar with with it, uh, basically, um, it's basically when you return an insult. Clap back. The um the one that really has picked up steam for me in this last year, and I hate it, is the staycation. Oh, cannot man. cannot stand yes. that. That's oh, horrible. Boy. Yep, that's yep. horrible. I agree. Staycation. Yep. Staycation. I'm I like uh, even just the other day we 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 did two nights at a hotel, and so people are like, oh, you're going on a staycation? I was like, no. I'm going for two nights at a hotel. Right, exactly. People need a way to define things. I, no. I can relate to no, that. No, that's just such a waste of, that is a waste of terminology. <laughs> like, I'm not. That's I, what I For our listening it. audience, this is, we, we've had, we've had, you know, uh, we've, we've almost had rants about this in the past where uh, specifically the whole staycation idea. I am not trying to convince myself that it's a vacation. I know it's only two days. Right. So no, but I'm taking how, two that's days. Right. How are you going to get the kids to think it's a vacation if you don't call it kids, a staycation? We're going to a hotel for oh. two days. Not Is that one like day, a vacation, daddy? <laughs> but you're the one that told your son he's farther away from Christmas than he's ever been the day after Christmas. <laughs> Yeah. So, and you told him the Christmas tree was trash. Because, yeah, Rye was also the one that was going up to even the gas station attendant. We're going to a hotel for two days. Nice. Uh, how about this one? <clears throat> Three more here. Yas, Y A S, you know, so instead of oh, saying right. yes, it's like yes, Y A S. Uh, let's see here. Shook, something that shocks or surprises you. You got shook. Kind of like getting woke. Yeah. Getting I've, shook. I've heard of that one, bro. And then finally, <laughs> mumblecore. Have you ever heard of mumblecore? No. I, I heard it said. I don't know what it means. Yeah, let's see here. Um, I'm trying to get the actual. Uh, let's see. What was it? Um, mumblecore? Oh, mumblecore. so it's like a It's like a, a way to, I, you know, there's no clear definition here. Maybe that's the whole point. I, I, have, two, I have two that I've heard people say where it, it brings you it brings my blood pressure up a little bit as they say adulting 
adulting. Yes, I've heard that. Have you not heard never, this no, one? Never heard that. Oh yeah, one. I oh, think well, I've said it. Actually. I had to go to the DMV the adulting other day. Adulting is I hard. I was adulting. Yeah. Adulting and is you hard. You just want to say that's oh, why I was late for work. This I was is adulting. this is very difficult. Adults not don't to say they're adulting. Come to blows. With I was going to say I I hang out with. Uh, <laughs> With junior hires, so there's no such thing as adulting. The other one is, they say, after something, they say, feels. Just feels. And so I guess that's t- to tell you that it's like a it's an emotional, like, feeling thing. So you'll, they'll just say that afterwards, and I'll go, okay, I don't know. I don't know where you're coming from on that one, but <laughs> this is way out of my... Oh, boy. So now everyone knows how to uh, another famous word. Uh, triggered, um, you know how to get people <laughs> triggered up here is to there say you go. certain That's phrases a third like this. One. That right? That's Isn't a that a one. very popular one right That's now? A third one. Triggered. Someone just got triggered. Okay, here's one that you might not have heard of, but it's becoming more popular. Juuling. J u u l i n g. I thought you the were most done. widespread. I know I was, but then oh. I thought again. The most widespread <laughs> phenomenon you've never heard of. Juuling, and basically it's vaping. But it's the Juul e-cigarette. Um, Juuling e-cigarettes are the apple of vaping. So the iPhone of vaping. With its relatively oh, low okay, entry that, price, that. sleek, portable design, and ease of use, the nicotine head rush it generates for users, Juuls are catching on with younger people. And basically, it looks like a zip drive or a thumb drive. It's only the size of basically a large thumb drive. You plug it in and... Um, does it have any lithium-ion batteries that can uh, start find fire? In it mind? might. It might. I haven't done uh, uh, intensive research, but wow. it is the new. It is the new e-cigarette, and it would be very easy to hide um, and to be able to utilize. You know, with unsuspecting, out of touch forty-five-year-olds standing around like myself. So, Julie, wow. that's, a, that's something the, you've never heard of. Does it have the big puff of smoke though? It does have a puff of smoke. You can, you do smoke it. So anyway, watch out for that. Let's take a short break. We'll come back with some news. And uh, the last 20 minutes or so of the show is coming up. You're listening to Live Till 5 here on KHMG, 88.1 FM, Harvest Family Radio, Barragata, Guam. Episode 246 on this Friday, December 29th, 4.36 p.m. here at the KHMG studios. A little more Live Till 5 after this short break. Back with a little more live till 5, 4.40 p.m. on this Friday, December 29th, episode 246. Chris and I are still in the studio. Josh and Devin had to head out. Lawrence went back to basketball practice. Sebastian is feverishly working away on whatever he does for his other duties outside of this show. And uh, also wanted to say thank you to all the listeners who tune in every Friday participating with the show those that let us know they're listening through the facebook page are especially appreciated harvest family radio guam we love to hear from you we love to know that you're following us that's one way we can get a response back from you by interacting through our social media also through our website anytime you download a podcast or send us an email or click on something that we have 
we get a little notification of that. We can track that. So we really appreciate it when you go to khmg.org and subscribe to some of our podcasts, listen live to our little stream that you can pick up right there through the website, or download one of the apps to your smartphone or your tablet, listen to our FM broadcast through the internet. It's actually not an FM broadcast, I guess, if it's through the internet. It's actually a stream yeah. that we provide to the internet. doesn't have to go through FM at all. No. And we have people listening all around the world that uh, listen that way. So Chris Harper, all-around good guy and station manager. Two full-time jobs that he carries very well. And Chris also happens to be our uh, newsroom editor, our photojournalist. Um, he is our uh, janitor. Um, he does a little bit of uh, soldering on the side and some... Um, Minimal. Macrome. Those are wow. kind of his... He's, he's, he's got a very broad skill set. Uh, all that time in Alaska gave him a lot of time to hone his, his mad skills. So, Chris, one of your skills is to present the news to us. Why don't you tell us what's happening in the world today? Well, these are stories from srnnews.com. You can hear SRN News at the top of each hour on KHMG. Facing lawsuits and consumer outrage after it said it slowed older iPhones with flagging batteries, Apple is slashing prices for battery replacements and will change its software to show users whether their phone battery is good or not good. In a posting on its website Thursday, Apple apologized over its handling of the battery issue and said it would make a number of changes for customers to, quote, recognize their loyalty and regain the trust of anyone who may have doubted Apple's intentions. Now, Apple made the move to address concerns about the quality and durability of its products at a time when it is charging $999 for its newest flagship model, the iPhone X. The company said it would cut the price of an out-of-warranty battery replacement for $79 to $29, or from $79 to $29 for an iPhone 6 or later. That'll be starting next month. The company also will update its iOS operating system to let users see whether their battery is in poor health and if that is affecting the phone's performance. Now, I don't know if you've seen this, but people have been posting on the Internet one particular image, and then some others came out after it, of the uh, speed of their phone being reset by the software update because of the battery, uh, I guess, being... uh, well, not as good as it used Inferior, to be. Sure, Inferior, sure, sure. And this caused a little bit of a, a little bit of a problem because basically, at the time of the, at the time when your battery starts to have problems is about the time when they release a new phone, and in fact, the timing is almost identical. All everybody's batteries start to go bad about the time that the new phone comes out sure Uh, i have some to be honest uh, this this could also you know be a problem with android because i've i've heard for years people complaining about the fact that they've had samsung phones that basically die every it's like clockwork when your contract is up your phone is basically dead yep and it's a battery problem usually so the hard part with the new iphone x is that if you're going to spend $1,000 $1,000 on effectively yeah. $1,000 before you buy the 
$100 case to make sure that it doesn't get ruined, you know, the first sure. time you drop it. Um, you want to make sure that it's functioning at the same level, you know, that, that you would expect a $1,000 electronic device to function at. Sure. $1,000, that's a lot of money. That's usually without a contract, by the yeah. way. So that's Right, if you get a contract, it. they'll give you the phone, use it for three years, and then they'll replace it for a certain amount of money. I don't know if they give it to you, but they, they charge you a certain mm-hmm. amount usually. I, if they give it to you, I'm not aware of that, but, but they, yeah, they definitely give you a big discount on yeah. it. Uh, the Australian government is expected to relax restrictions on visas for foreign pilots as a national shortage sees planes grounded and flights canceled. Now, Australia earlier this year removed pilots from a list of eligible professions allowed to work in the country as so-called skilled migrants. This is amid a crackdown to promote what's called, quote, Australia first. Now, with a global shortage of pilots, Australia's international carriers have lost staff to competitors, forcing them to recruit from domestic carriers who were in turn employing trained pilots from smaller regional airlines, thus the shortage on pilots. And so they're really working hard to try to figure out how they can loosen some of those restrictions, because when you're talking about canceled flights, that begins to affect tourism, which is a huge industry in Australia and a lot of other things. Oh, yeah. So it's interesting. Uh, the number of abortion clinics in the U.S. continues to decline. Operation Rescue reports that the total number of clinics decreased by 27 in 2017, despite a push by Planned Parenthood to open new facilities. The country now has 704 abortion clinics, with 490 offering surgical abortions and the other 214 facilities offering only abortion-inducing drugs. Nearly half of all states saw at least one abortion facility close its doors in 2017, and that's from Operation Rescue. They're obviously reporting that as good news. So that's what's happening. Yeah. Did you hear about uh, the Taiwan passport kerfluffle? No. So I saw this on Fox News just today. It was published yesterday. I saw it today. Taiwan is recalling passports that mistakenly feature an image of Washington Dulles Airport instead of Taiwan's uh, oh, Taiwan no. International Airport. The misprinted passports began distribution last week, and the error was pointed out to the social media uh, network uh, Weibo, on Monday, by Tuesday, Taiwan's Ministry of Foreign Affairs acknowledged the mistake and recalled 285 passports that had already been issued to Taiwanese citizens. In total, 200,000 copies of the passport books had already been printed, all of which the Taiwanese government will destroy. Those things be collectible. There's another passport uh, story going around, and that is that the UK is changing the color of its passport in conjunction with Brexit. So they had a burgundy passport and they're changing it back to a blue passport. So of course, people who supported Brexit are very happy and excited that they're going back to the blue passport. And people who are pro-EU are very unhappy. Right. And that there's no longer going to be the burgundy They're still trying to get that. Yeah. They're still trying to. Trying to stop it. Cling to to dear life with the EU. Yep. Well, here's a few news items by the numbers taken from World Magazine over the last 
couple issues. I've been collecting these, but uh, 50,000 is the number of jobs Amazon.com promises to bring to the city that wins the bid to host the internet shipping giant's secondary headquarters. Oh, that's right. Yeah. 50,000 jobs. Wow. Wow. $32 million. That's the amount former Fox News host Bill O'Reilly reportedly paid to a Fox News legal analyst to settle claims that he harassed her. Wow. 7,048 square feet of outdoor space accompanying the average new home. The third straight year of increasing backyard space, according to Trulia. Uh, Let's see here. Uh, $489 million is the value of two judgments in lawsuits against Johnson & Johnson's the courts threw out in October, citing insufficient evidence or improper jurisdiction. Man, they actually were reversed. Mm-hmm. Johnson & Johnson was going to pay $489 million, ended up getting those thrown out. 23% of American boys who are obese, according to the Lancet, the figure was only 6% back in 1975. Kind of a sad, sad figure. Here's a couple other numbers. 30% of Americans say they are fearful of walking alone near their homes at night. A 52-year low, according to Gallup. So I guess oh, it's, it's been a higher. Well. Uh, let's see here. 62 million is the number of fake accounts registered to Facebook, according to a high-end estimate released by the company on November 1st. Yeah. 62 million. Yeah. And I have seen elaborate... Uh, fake accounts yeah. linked to other elaborate fake accounts specifically in order to lure people in to all different types of larceny. I mean, it was yeah. this was a money wiring scam through Western Union. Someone yeah. had gotten sucked into. They said, well, I know this person through Facebook. You go to the Facebook, you can tell it's a fake account. And then all the accounts are linked to are all fake accounts. And they create a whole little network of this in order to commit crimes. It, most of it's done by bots. So basically they write a program to be able to access and begin to populate these yeah. accounts and they steal pictures from other people's accounts and things yeah. like that. Yeah. 6,000 is the number of homeschooled children in China this year. As estimated by the 21st Century Education Research Institute, the total is triple the 2013 estimate. So 6,000, but that's triple. The euros used to only be... 2000 just a few years ago in china homeschooled kids wow. and i believe some of the same curriculum folks that we utilize here at harvest christian academy have connections to that here's one other news item then we're going to take a short break look back at 2017 look ahead at 2018 i just thought this was an interesting article i won't read the whole thing but this title magic johnson isaiah thomas squash decades-long feud in tearful reconciliation and if you have a chance, you should Google this, read this article, or watch the little video that was put out um, on this cbssports.com website. They did a great job. Basically, this feud that spilled over from just being competitors, both the two best point guards at the time in the NBA in the 1980s and 90s, became a rivalry that went off the court. Some slanderous things were said both directions, uh, some very hurt feelings, and now... 30 years later, just now reconciling right. in a tearful reconciliation. It's actually a great little story of forgiveness. Uh, two guys humbling themselves, making things right. Good, good story. I encourage you to check it out. Magic Johnson, Isaiah Thomas, no more feud. Life's too short. And that is the truth. So I'll tell you what. Let's take a short break, a very short break. 
And then when we come back, I'd like to just talk a little bit about what happened in 2017 a little more. Have some scientific discoveries from 2017, for example. Then I'd like to talk about some predictions for 2018 and send you off into the New Year weekend uh, blessed. So stick around a little more live till five after this short break. And we're back with the last few minutes of Live Till 5 for this Friday, December 29th. The last few minutes of this year. Episode 246. I'm your host, Jared Baldwin. This past year, 2017, we had some pretty amazing things. Total solar eclipse. There were entire events planned around that. Gravitational waves were detected in space. Farewell, Cassini. That was the... uh, the spacecraft NASA sent to orbit Saturn ended its time. Modified human embryos. Somersaulting robot. Maybe you saw the YouTube video of that. Great Pyramid secret revealed. There was a void discovered with some high-tech equipment uh, with the Great Pyramid. There's a there's like a big gap in the middle of it. They're not sure what that's for. And then a lot of weather ups and downs and the Paris Agreement and all that. A lot of different science things happened in the past year. Then I read all these predictions for the year 2018. I won't go through all of them, but this organization, Gartner, came up with a few uh, predictions, I guess you say, for the for the new year, including consumers favoring visual and voice search uh, online. They predict digital giants will self-disrupt. Basically, they're predicting that five to seven of the largest tech companies in the world will replace their own leadership intentionally, not just wait for them to pass on. And then third prediction is cryptocurrency and blockchain uh, currency, the whole that whole industry to become legitimized and mainstream by 2020, starting in 2018. And so those are different predictions for 2018. I wonder what your thoughts about 2018 are going to be as you go into the new year. What are you looking at for this next year? What are you hoping to accomplish this next year? Any new goals or dreams? Anything you're trying to complete in the year? You know, God gives us a certain amount of time. It's limited. It's not forever here on this earth. And we have to use it for the very best. Uh, If we can use our time for these two purposes, God's glory and others good, then really our life is not wasted. Live it for God's glory and others' good. And I'd encourage you, as you go into the new year, be thinking about that. That being your primary goal. God's glory and others' good. And that's about it. I mean, everything else kind of falls into line under that, right? So you love the Lord your God with all your heart and love your neighbors as yourself. And uh, now you're fulfilling the greatest parts of what God has commanded us to do. Hey, if you don't have a church home, this Sunday morning we have a special service here at Harvest Baptist Church, 10 a.m., Come visit us. There's no Sunday school or adult Bible fellowships this week. There's no evening service, just one big service, 10 a.m. Sunday morning. We encourage you to come and join us here at Harvest Baptist Church. Come down and let me know that you heard about our church through this radio program. I'm one of the pastors here and love to meet you, Jared Baldwin, and uh, we just love to see you. If you have a church home, be faithful. End of the year, right? 
by going to church, start the year off right, by continuing to be faithful to church, a Bible preaching and teaching church. There are many of them here on Guam. Be faithful to that. Lead your families, dads, husbands. Um, If you're single, if your parents don't go to church with you, try and find a way to get yourself to church this Sunday morning. Again, you're invited to Harvest Baptist Church anytime this Sunday, 10 a.m., right here in Barragata, behind the mobile McDonald's down on Sergeant Roy T. Damien Jr. Street. You can't miss us. And that's all for Live Till 5, episode 246, December 29th, 2017 is a wrap. And uh, it's been a lot of fun this whole year. Look forward to a new year of broadcasting to you, our listening audience here on Guam and abroad. So I hope you have a great weekend and a great New Year's. You're listening to Live Till 5 here on KHMG 88.1 FM, Harvest Family Radio, Barragata, Guam. Have a great weekend.